calling all detectives. I once paid $200 a night for a room and then was ordered out as an undesirable guest. That is the situation on this page from my casebook, the casebook of Jerry Browning, private detective. Let me, Jerry Browning, tell you one of the funniest things I've ever heard. Honor among thieves. Lieutenant Dawson of the Homicide Squad was disturbed. It's the first house just around the corner, Jerry. I nodded. Okay, I'll be seeing you, Dawson. He grabbed my arm. Jerry, once you enter that house, there's, there's no possible way I can help you till you come out. Sure, I know. Dawson took his hand off my arm. Well, good luck. I walked around the corner, went up to the house. But no window to I lurched against the door as it started to close in my face. There was a gun in the old man's hand, but I pretended not to see it. Instead, I opened my fist, showing a huge wad of money. Gotta have hideout. Pay any price. The old man opened the door wide. Well, come right in, laddie. I've got a nice room for you at $200 a day. for killers and big-time crooks admitted me for $200 a day. The old man's cruel eyes fastened on the money in my hand. Pay in advance, laddie. Rule the house. As I started to count out the money, the old man suddenly shouted, Take him, Joe! I struggled briefly against the arms squats about me, then held still as the old man searched me. The house, lady. Hey, let's see. Gun, recently fired. Money, plenty red. Identification, men. I'll keep your gun. Okay, Joe, release him. I flexed my shoulders. What's the big idea? Nearly playing it safe. What's your name, lady? You can call me Fred Arnold. Sure. Hey, Joe, show Mr. Arnold to his room. The man called Joe walked ahead of me. He was over six feet high and four feet wide. Here's your room. Stay in it. You get your meals and a tray. Okay, so I was inside. And someplace else in the house was John Scanlon, a man who held up paymasters for a living and killed cops for a hobby. A week ago, Scanlon combined business with pleasure, took a $70,000 payroll, and shot two cops making his getaway. One of my uh, sources told me Scanlon had holed up here. The place was raid-proof, had a dozen secret exits, which is why I was working from within. Two hours later, Joe came in with my supper on a tray. I took some money out of my pocket. A friend of mine, John Scanlon, is in the house. What rooms he got? Joe eyed the money. I don't know. Never heard him. I peeled a hundred dollar bill off the roll, flung it at Joe. He snatched up the bill. Third floor, number six. 
ate the soggy, tasteless food. An hour later, another hoodlum, not Joe this time, came in. You're finished eating? I nodded. He shuffled over, bent down to pick up the tray, then hurled himself at me. His hands closed around my throat. Managed to break his grip, grabbed at his arm as I caught a glint of a knife. I caught the knife arm in a lock, applied pressure. Then... I picked up the unconscious body, staggered across the room, and stuffed it into the closet. Had just time enough to get back on the bed when. What's going on in here? What you doing? Oh, I had a nightmare. The old man bent down, picked up the knife from the floor. It, it was quite a nightmare. Left its knife behind. Now listen, laddie. Behave yourself or out you go. Feet first. Well, I didn't know why I'd been attacked. And the man in the closet wouldn't be in shape to tell me. Not for many hours to come. I waited a while. Then I quietly opened the hall door. And I started upstairs. I got to the third floor landing, made the turn, and walked right into the muzzle of Joe's revolver. I figure you want Scanlon. I'll buy him from you. I figure you for a cat, and I figure you want Scanlon. I'll buy him from you. For a grand, all you buy is me, out of the way. It's a deal. Joe took the money, faded back against the wall, let me pass. I went on to room six, opened the door. Come right in, lady. I've been waiting for you. except the old man standing near the window with the ever-present gun in his hand. Lady, you make too much trouble. You're worn out, you're welcome. His finger tightened on the trigger. Oh, wait a second. I'll pay plenty. I gave Joe a grand. There's lots more where that came from. The finger relaxed. How much more? Ten grand for Scanlon alive. I'll take care of Joe later. It's for you. You're worth twenty grand. Dead. shot came from behind me, caught the old man on the chest. Behind me, Joe muttered, Had to get him, or he'd have croaked me for taking your dough. I snatched up the gun from the floor. Where's Scanlon, Joe? I don't know. Didn't he come down to your room? I stared at him. Yeah, I guess he did. Drop your gun, Joe. Or do you want to shoot it out with me? Don't forget, I saved your life. Don't worry, I won't forget. Come on, let's pick up Scanlon from my closet. Get going. We emerged in the street, with Joe carrying Scanlon over his shoulder and me following, loaded down with guns. Dawson and a squad had the place covered from the outside, took over my prisoners. That's all there was to it. Except that Dawson's squad went into the place and pulled it apart. I got a big play in the papers for my share of the job. Though I never considered it anything to brag about. Unless a man wants to brag about being able to buy crooks. Like I said, if you think you can find honor among thieves, first practice on something easy, like looking for needles in haystacks. Listen next time to Calling All Detectives. <laughs>
mystery drama, mystery quiz, and a chance for you to match wits with yours truly, Jerry Browning, Private Detective. 